A dictionary definition of the word context is the interrelated conditions in which something exists or occurs. AQMB's Artist Statement podcast is a conversation series exploring the fresh perspectives in art generated by these changing contexts. Politically, culturally, socially, other. It features artists and thinkers orbiting our world, where we chat in response to developments in technology, communication, and beyond. I'm editor Steph Kredovich, and in this episode I speak with Lucrecia Dalt, a musician and producer whose abstract sound design explores notions of time and physicality through her minimalist synth, rhythm, and vocal manipulation, marking a point where the borders between genres and disciplines, forms and bodies collapse. Currently based in Berlin, the Colombian artist has worked with subjects ranging from New German cinema and body horror to geology and astrophysics. This year she released a record in her native Spanish titled No Era Solida, which translates to She Wasn't Solid, drawing on inspiration from Malian griot performer Fanta Damba and taking notes on ideas of the marginal, in-between and mixed from Chicana feminist theorist Gloria Enzaldúa. I first met Lucrecia five years ago briefly by a lake during a very special music festival called New Man in the spa town of Kruskininkai in Lithuania. She was performing that night and her set was a highlight but I never heard from Lucrecia again until she released one of my favourite records of 2018 called Anticlines. I've been following her work closely ever since. What I got from you is that uh, there isn't this totality to your work. Mm. Like it's not like you're trying to create a theory of everything it's just like glimpses into a thing that you mm. can't understand mm. right and i guess because i we had uh at aqmb we're working like my uh, one of our our associate editor jared he wrote a piece about the hyper object about uh ambient music and its relationship to hyper object which is um a thing that you can't fully understand in the same way that we can't right. fully understand climate change we can only see its yeah. effects right is that something uh that's the kind that's the sense that i get from your work i think yeah in that in that sense maybe maybe a little bit more with anticlines like in this one uh if something is that i wasn't trying to make sense too much you know mm-hmm. like i was um hmm, yeah I wasn't trying to make sense, but I was conscious that I was limiting myself within a f- some forms that I wanted to explore, and uh, in terms of like how I wanted the music to be made, recorded, and the processes that I wanted to use and stuff like that, how I wanted to use the voice and stuff. But um, I don't know if something I do hope that each album is a universe on its own, you know, like it has... Like a cosmology. Right. Like it has, like, all the... um, And I feel they do, in a way, you know, like... Because these are projects that take, like, so much time not only to think about, but, like, to get in the mindset to do them and to you know, like, uh, gather all this information, it becomes almost obsessive to me that everything kind of makes sense within it. Um, and even for the last one, having, like, the, like, the, like, the, uh, what is the word? Like, the desire to just make it as, as purely, like, 
emotional as possible, I guess. That is something that I definitely didn't explore in Antique Lines. Like, I actually almost wanted to be emotionally detached in this way, mm -hmm. you know. But in this one, it's like pure, or at least how I, that's how I felt it, like, driven by, you know, like, ah, oh, I feel this is great. Okay, I'm going to move towards mm -hmm. that or within that, you know. I suppose it's kind of learning this, um, being comfortable with ambiguity. What do you mean? I've been thinking as a writer. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I wrote a lot of opinion pieces. <laughs> and now I don't do them at all, and I haven't done them for like six years. Because it can also, because I think uh, uh, words, it's a kind of the sa in the same way that images can be really misleading. That if you yeah. have an image taken out of context, people take it for a truth or a reality, and it happens so often now in this kind of image economy. Right. And it's the same yeah. with the word, where if you use a word, it's taken more literally than it should be. Right. And yeah. in the same way that an opinion piece or a documentary can mislead people to think that they're seeing reality, but they're really just seeing an opinion. Right. Um, and I think now as a writer, it's, it's, it's taken me 10 years to realize that it's more about asking questions than it is providing an answer. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. I see what you mean. But also, like, uh, when you want to... I mean, especially when you work with text, like, you want to introduce some element that kind of, like, is connected to the things that you're thinking about. But it's true that the worlds that I create are, are very extremely fictional. Like, I'm not... You know, like I haven't, if they touch reality, they touch it in a very, very tangential way. You know, like I'm, I'm thinking about concepts in connection to love, but very abstractly, you know, like always. Um, for instance, like the, the last piece, uh, Nuera Solida, um, uh, which I have in English. I don't know if you received the text, by the way. Uh, I didn't. I remember seeing something online, but it didn't feel like it was the right lyrics. Ah, okay. Right. Uh, so, yeah, like, um, what I did, the exercise that I did for that song, it was that um, I was, uh, I don't know if you know this uh, short story by J.G. Ballard called uh, Venus Smiles. Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's about a small town somewhere in Ohio, the, um, there is a, an open call to create a, a sonic sculpture and then the woman, there is a woman that has been living in town only for six months and then uh, they, she wins the competition and then the, and then the day of the opening they for some reason no one has seen the piece until the day of the opening and then when they see it they realize it's this horrendous like piece of metal that kind of like has within it like the whole, like the whole history of classical music somehow immersed into the material like integrated incorporated in the material and then the, the sculpture starts to like multiply and they cut the pieces and those pieces keep you know like having all these weird sound and anyway so I thought about that piece in connection to a 
something that I was presenting at the Miss van der Rohe Pavilion in Barcelona, where there is this sculpture that is kind of like trying to block the sun, the sun, sorry, um, and this tension of the beautiful architecture with, you know, like her body and stuff like that. And I thought, okay, how can I, I'm gonna, yeah, write a piece from her point of view. But then I did it from the materiality of, of the of the of the sculpture, but having this human figure. So it's like talking from the marble itself, like and uh, you know, like a, how she has actually seen more than any of the humans that are actually observing her. You know, just because uh, she's a little bit more primordial or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and this is what the what that last song is about basically uh. very basically <laughs> very basically so yeah <laughs> this was just a teaser for an episode of aqmb's artist statement podcast available exclusively to our subscribers if you'd like to listen to this and other bi-monthly episodes like it in full consider signing up to our patreon at patreon.com forward slash aqmb You'll also have free access to downloadable compendiums of new music and digital artworks, while helping support our commitment to presenting fresh perspectives around art, music and online culture at aqnb.com. Our theme music is Coughing Up Pearls by Felicita. See you next time. <laughs>